Hey, hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. How's everybody doing? I'll give it a few seconds. I know it takes some time for all of you to get the notification, but let me just check if uh, if the notification is going out that I am live and if I am indeed live. But uh, let me know in the comments if you can see me and hear me. Yeah, it looks like uh, the notification is out, so all of you should be start should start uh, tuning in. Uh, let me know in the comments who you are, where you're, which city you represent, uh, what your position is. And uh, let me know in the comments, uh, the audio and video is all clear, so I can confirm that before we get started. Uh, really, uh, definitely an interesting topic today. Uh, we got Ishbal. Hey, Ishbal, good morning. Uh, I think it's been a while. Thanks so much for tuning in, Ishbal. Appreciate uh, you tuning in. Uh, we got Amil is in the house. Hey, good morning, Amil. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Krishna, how's it going? Thanks for confirming, uh, Krishna. We got Nandini. Good morning, Nandini. Uh, we got Saeed. Saeed, how's it going? Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate that. And uh, look, folks, also great. Uh, I always say this, right? Great networking opportunity right here. So make sure all of you who are open to networking, let everyone know you're open to networking. This is if you want to start expanding your network, take the opportunity. Make sure you let everyone know you're open to networking. Uh, we got Rashmi. Uh, how's it going, Rashmi? Thanks so much for tuning in. Eniola from Winnipeg. Awesome. Winnipeg is in the house. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, Eniola. Uh, Nandini is from Mississauga, so uh, representing Mississauga sounds good. Nandini, thanks so much. Uh, Akash, hey Akash, thanks so much for tuning in all the way from India. That's awesome. Uh, Ishbal says all clear, awesome. Thanks for confirming, Ishbal. Yeah, I, I usually uh, you know ask you guys to confirm if my video and audio is okay. You know, sometimes I get these glitches here and there. Uh, we got Jacob in the house. Hey Jacob, how's it going? I'm doing great, Jacob. Thanks for asking. Hope uh, hope all is good at your end. Uh, we got uh, Krishna from India, Hyderabad. Uh, job search skill, job search skill set success factors. Awesome, Krishna. That's definitely one I'm going to help you with on today's session. And uh, we got Achyut. Uh, good morning, uh, Achyut. Thanks for tuning in. And we got Heta. Uh, good morning, Dean. I'm from Kitchener. Awesome. Yeah, Kitchener's in the house. Thanks so much for tuning in, Heta. All right, folks. So I'm going to get this started. And appreciate everyone uh, uh, tuning in. Uh, we got Shitija from India. Thanks for tuning in, Shitija. Appreciate that. And uh, wow, a lot of you are showing me some some love and support here. Appreciate that. We got Ade Deji, uh, sorry, Ade from the UK. Thanks for, for tuning in, Ade. Appreciate that. So folks, before we get started, and again, very important topic today, obviously, right? Uh, this whole, because I get asked this a lot as a recruiter, uh, always people asking me, hey, Dean, if I, you know, now that I'm actively looking for work, I'm in the job search, if I get XYZ X, certification or whatever, whatever cert certification, is that going to help me in my job search? That's what I'm going to be focusing on today, folks. And after that, I'm going to open the floor to uh, the live Q&A. So feel free to put any questions you have in regards to this whole certification thing or even anything anything else job search related. Uh, put it in the comments. For those of you tuning in for the first time, um, you know, every week on Wednesdays, 11 a.m. Eastern time zone, I go, I go live on uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, Periscope. Uh, uh, shout out to everyone on Periscope, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, all of you tuning in. Uh, and I talk about a job search topic, right? I give you the real deal and, and my perspective uh, as an IT recruiter working in the staffing industry. Um, so so what, and I want what I wanted to show and the reason why I do these live streams is to give you a transparent outlook on 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 the real deal, the real story, no fluff, no uh, uh, what's the term? Uh, uh, whatever the term is, you know, no fluff, you know, no no BS, none, none of that. I'll tell you exactly how it is in terms of what's what's gonna work in your job search, what's not. Uh, now, a quick few announcements, of, uh, folks, before I get started. For the, and this might be uh, more so applicable for uh, those of you who are in tech or have an interest in tech. I had a great conversation yesterday. My guest was Adil Mann. I actually used to go to school. Me and Adil used to go to school together. Super cool guy. Uh, he's uh, he's a technical program manager. He's currently uh, working at Nike. Uh, he, he's had a great career. He's worked at uh, companies such as BlackBerry, Google, Apple. And as I mentioned, currently at Nike, and we spoke everything about technical pro pro program management. We spoke about philosophy, the role that it plays in, in, in program management. Uh, he provided some great career advice, career tips on how to get the attention of, of you know, well-known brands such as the ones he's worked at. And uh, mistakes, best practices, trends, and all that stuff. And also, we spoke about his new newly created newsletter, which he releases on a bi-weekly basis. Uh, so if you want to check out the replay, it is on my... Uh, uh, it's on it's on my LinkedIn profile. If you're watching on YouTube, it, the replay should be up on YouTube, and uh, it's also on on my Facebook uh, page as well. So make sure you check it out. Great conversation, uh, definitely something you want to check out if you have an interest in technical program management. So make sure you check it out. Uh, also, for those of you here in Toronto, I am I'm going to be uh, speaking at the virtual Tech Career Conference. 
the TO Tech Career Fair taking place uh, Tuesday, August 25th. Uh, the entire fair is from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Now, I'm not going to spe be speaking for the full three hours. Uh, I will be, I think my session's at like three o'clock or something like that. I will confirm that shortly. Uh, so apologies for that. What I'm going to be speaking about specifically, folks, is how to effectively utilize IT recruiters in your job search. Uh, so again, that's August 25th, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, now they are from the last time I checked, they are giving free general admission tickets. So make sure you take advantage of that. Uh, the website is right here. It's totechcareerfair.com. So if you're in Toronto, it's a virtual career fair. Make sure you check it out. Uh, if you're not interested in my topic, there's going to be other great session speakers as well. Uh, so in any case, just uh, you know, check out this website, uh, see if you can register and then see uh, if any of the other speakers might interest you as well. Great career fair. I was at there, the one that they had, uh, I think it was last month. Uh, but it's a great event. I had about 60 people show up for my, my session and there were some other great speakers and great sessions. So make sure you check it out, folks. And uh, it's just an overall and, and also it's a great uh, networking opportunity as well. Right. So uh, uh, make sure you check that out. Right uh, now. Hold on. Let me just uh, take this off my screen so I can see uh, so that all of you can see me again. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds good. Uh, so uh, we have a few more comments here. So just want to give a quick shout out to everyone. Uh, we got Farah all the way from Sri Lanka. Awesome. That's where I'm from. That's why I was born, folks. Shout out to uh, my Sri Lankans out there. Thanks, Farah, for tuning in. Uh, we got uh, uh, Vineet Raj. Uh, thanks for, uh, for tuning in, Vineet Raj, from Toronto. Uh, and unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't show people's names. So uh, I'm not sure who this is, but they are open to networking, uh, and they're in the tax for – they work in tax for uh, Ernst & Young, North America. Awesome. Uh, Vrushali, thanks for tuning in. We uh, and No fluff. That's why I like these sessions. Appreciate that. Uh, no bells and whistles. Awesome. Appreciate that. Hi, Dean. Uh, Eniola is open to job opportunities. Uh, Dhruv is in the house. Thanks so much for tuning in, Dhruv. And we got Maria. Maria, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, appreciate you tuning in, Maria. All right, folks. So let's uh, let's get right into it, right? And um, very, very important topic, right? Obviously. And this is a question I get asked pretty frequently, like uh, as, a, as a recruiter and just as, as you know, in, in when I'm posting about the, these job search topics. Uh, a lot of people ask me, hey, Dean, you know, I'm, I'm considering getting such and such certification. Is it going to make a difference? Is it going to assist me in my job search? Uh, it, it doesn't make sense for me to take this certification, right? And the reason why this is a very important topic, folks, look, not all certifications, especially for those of you in tech, I, I know for a fact, like tech certifications for the most part are not like, they're not like small investments. It's not like something, you know, you drop like a few bucks and, and, and you get your certification. Uh, some of these certifications, and maybe for, for those of you from other fields as well, some of these certifications can be very pricey, right? And what I wanted to establish in this session is whether or not it makes sense for you to, to consider these uh, certifications. Uh, and we, I just want to give a quick shout out. Hey, Eno, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, so, folks, tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern time zone, Eno is going to be a guest on my, my job search chat. Uh, she's a business analyst well-known in her space. And we're going to be speaking about uh, business, uh, you know, career, anything, everything related to the job search and career specifically for business analysts. So mark your calendars tomorrow. That's Thursday, 12 p.m. Eastern time zone. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I know appreciate you tuning in and look forward to our conversation tomorrow. Uh, so going, going ahead with the certifications, folks, very, very important thing to consider, right? And, uh, and my perspective as a recruiter, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you the real deal from a recruiter's perspective. Do certifications matter? Can certifications really and actually help you and assist you in your job search? So short answer is it's possible. Yes, it can potentially help you in your job search. But, 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 but folks, this is a big but and it's a big but, a big, if, you know, that, that sounded totally, uh, you know, inappropriate around my apologies for that. But it's a big, uh, a big if about that is uh, whether or not you're really, really addressing uh, others, other certain areas on your, on your job search, right? And, and what I mean by that is, look, if you're not addressing uh, other issues in your job search, whether or not you have a certification is not going to matter, right? So, so the point is, look, you you can you can go for some certification, definitely. If it's if it's something key for your position, for the position you're applying for, if you're if you're if it's something key for uh, whatever uh, you know is required for in, in your career or your your skill set or, or your your field, that's all good. I mean, yeah, may, maybe that certification is important and it is required, but if you're if you're making some mistakes in your job search, and and uh, and that's the key issue, then getting a certification is not going to matter, right? Does does everyone get my point? Let me know in the comments if that makes sense. Let me know if that makes sense. What I'm saying, folks, is if you're not effectively handling your job search, if you're not taking the correct steps, you're not taking the correct uh, handling of certain situations within your job search. 
if you're not addressing those core issues, the fact that you took some certification or not, or, or many certifications or, or like a whole bunch of certifications, you go for a new degree or, or whatever the case is, if you're not handling your job search correctly, the certifications are not going to matter because it's not going to be addressing the key issues in your job search. Does everyone understand that? Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments if you understand what I'm saying. So that's the, the so so tip number one in, in regards to this is first and foremost, and by the way, you need to be taking notes. If, if you're if you're a note if you're taking notes, this is definitely uh, and most of my sessions require most of you to take notes. So make sure you're taking notes. If you're not addressing the key issues in your job search, folks, the certification will not assist you. Right? So step number one, before you even start considering the certification and stuff like that. Uh, and by the way, I, I just want to quickly mention, if you are taking the certification solely for the purpose of seeing if it'll, if it'll improve your chances in your job search, that's not the best reason to take your certification. If, however, you're considering taking a certification, you're researching it, you're, you're willing to make the investment, you should do it for the well-being of your career. It should be a career decision, not a job search decision. If you're taking notes, write that down. Write what I just said just now. Getting a certification is a career decision. It is not a job search decision. It's a career decision, not a job search decision. Write it down. Put it on the wall. Make sure you understand that because that's a key point I shared with you just now, folks. A lot of you are making these decisions on getting certifications uh, as if it's going to uh, you know, make some huge change in your job search. Again, not a job search decision. It's a career decision. So if you're investigating uh, some certifications or getting some, some up, you know, upskilling your skill set, I'm 100% for you, uh, with you for that. I believe in self-improvement and getting the certification, the training, and all of that. But do not make that decision to invest in a certification with the with the with the belief that it's going to assist you in your job search. It's a career decision, folks. Right. So if you were to come to me and said, "Hey, Dean, look, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of getting this certification. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of getting. Okay, I'll, I'll use PMP as an example, right? Dean, I'm 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 uh, looking to get the PMP. Uh, you know, and and you know, all blah blah blah. Is it going to help me? My, is it going to help me? My first question is for to you is going to be. Hey, that's great. You want to get the PMP? That's awesome. What's your motivation for getting the PMP? Now, if you were to tell me, well, Dean, you know, I feel like if I get the PMP, it's going to help me in my job search. Eh, wrong. Wrong answer, folks. Wrong answer. Wrong response. I would I would advise you not to do it if that's your motivation. Now, if you told me, well, Dean, uh, you know, I am a project manager. I have, I, have a, I have a whole bunch of project management experience. I've been doing XYZ type of projects, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And I feel that getting the PMP is going to be the best investment I can make in my career. And it's a long-term investment. 100%, I, I would encourage you to take the certification. So all of hope all of you get see this distinction, right? There's one, dis, one, one case where the person is getting the certification because they want to invest in, it's an investment in their career. It makes sense for them in the long run for their career. Second scenario, someone's saying, hey, Dean, I'm going to get this because it's going to help me in my job search. Is it going to help me in my job search? Yeah, that's the wrong. Uh, I mean, th that would that would not be the right situation, folks. That would not be the right reason to go for your certification, right? So that's that's a very important thing. All of you need to remember. So, and it looks like from uh, from the comments uh, we have here, people are agreeing with that. So uh, Kanishka says agree. Uh, Eniola says that int that's interesting. Heta says agree with your point. Uh, Chinedu says totally agree. Awesome. Thanks for your feedback, folks. So uh, look, this is very important, folks. What's your motivation for wanting to pursue the certification? That's the first and foremost important thing. If your motivation is that it's going to somehow enhance or improve your job search, you, you might, you're going to end up disappointed, folks, and it's going to be money just poured down the drain, right? So that's, that's, uh, that would probably be point number one. What's your motivation for getting the, the, the certification in the first place? If it assists in your career, if it's going to enhance you, if it's a good long-term investment, go for it, right? If you can make sense of the money, the investment, all that, definitely go for it. If you think that getting a certification is going to improve your job search, you're going to be disappointed, folks, right? And, and you're going to feel like, oh, my God, I spent this money on this certification. It's all going to go down the drain. That's not going to help you, right? <clears throat> Which brings me to point number two. If your motivation for getting the certification is because it's going to improve your chances in your job search, what this tells me is you're, you're struggling in your job search. And you're, you're trying to find, you're, you're thinking that getting this certification is like a, a medication or something, right? A, a quick fix for you. You're going to get the job, the, the certification. You drop X number of dollars on the certification. Suddenly your job search is going to get easier and it's going to get better. People are going to start responding to you. All of that. That's not the right. That's not the cure, folks. That's not the cure. Certification is not going to help you with that. Right. Uh, now, that being said, OK, and this could this could this. I always talk about uh, potential exceptions. Exception could be maybe this whatever, you, you know, your skills, uh, this certification uh, is 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 a, like a rare kind of a certification, like something that only like, that's so difficult to get, 
and 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 only likes uh, you know the the cream of the crop only gets the certification uh, and you're and the whatever roles you're interested in require this and or or we put you at the top of the top of the resume pile if that's the case then yes possibly it can possibly i said possibly folks remember i'm just saying possibly so you have to investigate this and use your due diligence as, as well if that's the case if that's a scenario where it's like a top notch you know it puts you at the cream of the crop kind of level if you go for this certification if that's the case absolutely it could definitely it could possibly give you an advantage right uh, i shouldn't have used the word definitely what i mean is possibly so it could possibly give you an advantage uh, so this is where you have to use your your own uh, you know thinking and and due diligence folks if that's the case yeah absolutely you know it could possibly uh, improve you improve you in your job search now if not what you need to investigate is and, and and going from what i said before if you're if you if you're thinking that you know this certification is going to improve my job search uh it's probably because your job search is not going well you're struggling in your job search you're not getting the responses you're not getting the interviews you're not getting the offer letters that's the core issue not to certain not the, not your skill set folks if the job search if you're struggling in your job search the issue is not your skill set the issue is your job search approach how you're approaching your job search what steps you're taking how you're handling the phone calls how you handling the interviews how you whether your resume is even uh, capturing attention does your resume have the right format the, are you um, responding to objections and barriers and you know you don't have this you don't have that at the interview how are you responding to those how are you handling those conversations uh, are you able to convert those interviews into <clears throat> actual final offer letters if those issues are not addressed getting a certification is not going to make a difference because the core issue is, is still exists right if i have a if i have a um, like a flu or something right if i let's say i have a flu me buying uh, you know like a like a brand new suit is not going to cure the flu it, it'll make me look good right if i have a flu i have a cough a flu and all that stuff i buy myself a you know brand new suit right a suit and tie i'm looking sharp and all that yeah maybe i might feel good about myself i look good it enhances my my professional image and my 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 appearance and all that but the core issue is not going to be resolved. I'm still going to have a cough. I'm still going to have a runny nose. I'm still going to have to deal with, you know, sneezing and all that stuff. The core issue has not been resolved, folks, right? Hopefully I've used a good example here, a good good analogy and hope hope uh, this this makes sense to all of you. Uh kind of similar when you're getting a certification, right? If you're if you're struggling in your job search, if you're doing these core issues, core aspects of your job search incorrectly, resume is not right. Resume is not getting uh doesn't stand out. Uh no one's calling you uh after they read your resume. No one, uh, you know, you go for the interview. Uh, sorry, you get you get the phone call, the initial phone call. You're not passing the screening. It's not converting into interviews. You're going for the interview. It's not converting into the second interview, the third interview. It's not converting into the final interview. Uh, final interview is not converting into offers on the table. If you're not dealing with those core issues, folks, getting a certification is not going to assist you, right? And some of you not might not like the like the sound of this, but but this is the reality. This is what I always bring to you every week, right? The the real story, the real deal. Uh, there's going to be people out there trying to pitch you on certifications and get this and get that. But if the core issues are not dealt with, folks, if you're not handling your job search, not handling those core issues from end to end, from start to end, right? From resume submission to, to offer negotiation and all that stuff. If there are issues in between those two areas, if those core issues are not dealt with, getting a certification, you're still going to be facing the same issues. Just like if I, if I have a flu and a cold and a cough, if I get a suit, yeah, I'm going to look good. I'm going to look professional. I have the suit and tie, stuff like that. Yeah, that's good. But the core issues are not going to be resolved. I'm still going to have, I'm still not still not going to be feeling well. I'm still going to be having the symptoms, right? The symptoms of cold, cough, flu, and all that stuff, fever, headache, all that stuff. Same thing in your job search. You get the certification. You haven't, you haven't uh, dealt with all the issues in your job search. You're going to have the same symptoms, folks. No responses to your resume. Uh, uh, initial phone call not converting into interview, interviews not converting into second interview, third interview, final interview, final interviews not converting into offer letters. The symptoms are still going to be there, folks, right? So this is the key thing I, I want all of you to take away from this is, look, first examine your actual job search process, your, your how you're handling your job search uh, cycle first and foremost. Address those issues issues first before you, you consider, you know, getting a certification solely for your job search, Right? Uh, so keep that in mind. And, and, and again, even then, even then the certification is not the answer. Like even if you handle all those issues you're experiencing in your job search, the certification is not the, is not the answer. Uh, because again, you need to be getting a certification if it makes sense from a career decision standpoint, not from a job search standpoint. Right? So, so keep this in mind.
uh, keep this in mind, right? So, so hope that hope that information helped. And and uh, in regards to investigating the core issues, and and this is a this is a set of metrics, by the way. I always recommend to everyone, uh, if you're taking notes, you want to write this down. There there are uh, I wrote these down here. Yeah, four metrics everyone needs to keep keep track of. Metric number one is number of jobs you applied to, right? Number of jobs, number of applications you submitted, and all that stuff. Could be direct, could be staffing agency, could be through your personal contacts, whatever. How many applications, resumes, applications have you put out? That's metric number one you need to keep track of. Metric number two, how many responses have you re received in response to these applications you have submitted? That's metric number two. Metric number three, number of interviews, that initial phone call, right? After you get that initial phone call and number two, then the second metric, how many of those initial phone calls have converted into interviews being scheduled? Right. And then going on from there, first interviews and then second interviews, third interviews, fourth interviews, fi final interviews, whatever. Keep track of those. That's the third metric you need to keep track of. And then of all of those, you know, interviews and, and specifically the final interviews, how many have converted into offer letters? That's metric number four. Keeping track of these four metrics, folks, you're going to see exactly where in your job search you're experiencing uh, some kind of a block or a barrier or, or some place where you have to investigate further and figure out what you need to do to, to make adjustments. Uh, because there's clearly a block. For example, let's say I send out, you know, a uh, hundred applications or hundred submissions of my resume or, or hundred. I, I submit my role to hundred positions. It could be a mix of uh, online applications, personal networking, uh, staffing agencies, direct applies, uh, networking events, whatever, right? Let's say I send out a hundred applications, right? What's metric number two? Metric number two is number of responses, right? M number of uh, responses to the applications. How many people have called me back and said, hey, Dean, we got your application. You know, uh, we just want to have an initial conversation. <clears throat> if, they, if, if, if the number for, no if this second metric is extremely low, the issue could be something occurring in your in that initial stage. Whether it's the networking, the types of positions you're, you're applying for, um, whatever. So it could be so many different things. So that means you need to investigate what's going on in step number one, metric number one, what's happening at the application stage. Because if I'm sending out a hundred applications, I'm getting zero responses, right? That, what does that tell you? That tells the numbers don't lie folks. The numbers don't lie. What does that tell you? If you, if you send a hundred applications, you're getting zero responses. There's probably an issue with your resume. That could be one, could be an issue with the types of roles you're applying for. So you need to investigate what's happening right now. Let's say, Let's say you you submit whatever number of applications you get the initial phone calls. Uh, let's say you get uh, you you submit 100 applications, right? Let's say you get 20 phone calls, pretty good response rate. You get 20 initial phone calls. Zero of those phone calls are converting into interviews. What does that tell you? That means something's happening in metric number two on the initial phone call that's preventing it from converting into number three, right? The uh, the initial interviews. That means you're doing something on the phone call, the initial phone call screening. That's resulting in zero conversions into interviews, right? And so on and so forth, folks. This is why it's important to keep track of these metrics, right? So again, I'm going to mention these metrics again. All of you for homework, right? After this stream, you need to plug in those numbers. This will help you identify where in your job search cycle you're experiencing difficulty so you can further investigate that step. So again, metric number one, how many applications, how many positions, how many roles have you applied for? Whatever channel, online application, Monster, LinkedIn, Indeed, staffing agencies, uh, professional networking, personal connections, actual submissions, right? Not conversations. These are submissions where they have, where you have, you have actually submitted for a specific role, right? Not general submissions here. Metric number one, metric number two, <clears throat> right? How many of those have resulted in initial phone calls of feedback? How many of those out of those, how many have actually called you back and said, yeah, we're interested in having a conversation, right? That's metric number two. And the metric number three, how many of those have converted into actual interviews? right? Number of interviews this has converted into uh, first interview, second interviews, third interviews, et cetera, et cetera, final interviews. Keep track of that. And metric number four, how many of those final interviews have converted into actual offer letters? Keep track of those four metrics, folks. That's going to tell you where the actual issue is in your interviews. Uh, sorry, in your in your job search cycle, right? Because look, getting a certificate, if you're, if you're struggling with those four metrics, like, and, and, and you clearly see there's an issue in one of those areas, getting, getting a certification is not going to help you. It's not going to make you stand out uh, for anyone else, uh, no matter how good your certification is, if you're screwing up the initial phone call, it's not going to matter what your certification is. If you have a, if you're a project manager, you have your PMP, you got your PMP, uh, you're not handling your interviews correctly. The PMP is not going to matter. You're not going to move on to the next step, to the second interview. 
if you're not able to handle the objections uh, and you know these stalls and all these reasons why you, they might not want to move forward with you, your PMP is not going to help folks, right? So you, what my point here is, my and my point, what I've been trying to communicate in this session is, uh, if you're not addressing the key issues in your job search, your certifications are not going to matter. And and just like I mentioned before, getting a certification anyway should be a career decision, not a job search decision. Right. So look, I hope that information helped. Right. And, and, uh, you know, I hope it helps all of you out there and it made sense. Let me know in the comments, let me know in the comments if it made sense. And, uh, let me know your, your, uh, your follow-up questions as well in regards to this. And, and, uh, and also before I get into, uh, you know, the questions and all that, I, I do see a couple of you have mentioned, uh, you know, what about jobs that ask for certain certifications? So that's a great question. So when you have that initial phone call with the recruiter, the hiring manager, or whoever it is on that initial step, this is where you need to qualify and, and, and qualify when you're speaking to them on the phone and, and figure out the importance of the actual, uh, of the actual certification. Is it a deal breaker? I can tell you folks from my experience as a recruiter in most cases, you know, with few exception in most cases, Professional, practical, hands-on experience usually outweighs the certification. Now, there are some exceptions to this, obviously. Certain certifications do definitely hold weight. For example, when I've uh, recruited on cloud engineering roles, for example, AWS cloud engineers, the AWS certification definitely holds weight, right? Uh, uh, again, in some circumstances for the, for, for the project manager roles, the PMP definitely holds weight. Again, this could depend from company to company, right? And, and again, you're dealing with people. Some hiring managers might put more weight on certifications than other hiring managers, right? Uh, but my point in this session is, if you're going to get that certification, it needs to be based on a career decision, not a job search decision, right? So, so while there are definitely certifications out there that hold weight, that, that do, uh, you know, carry weight to them, and, and it'll, it'll, it'll make you seem like a more, uh, you know, attractive candidate for the position and for the role, that's awesome. That's great. But even then, even then, let's, okay, so let's say you get, you, you know, you get your certification and, and, and you know, I, I look at your resume, I'm like, oh, wow, this person has the PMP, uh, the, 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 the AWS certification, that's great. I give you a call and you're not able to effectively communicate your, 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 your value, your skill set, your projects, your achievements. If you're not able, able to effectively communicate that, folks, your, your AWS certification, not, not really going to matter, Right. Because you, you're not able to effectively communicate and show me and, and explain to me what your value is, what the potential ROI is from hiring you for, for, for whatever position or project, right? And same thing, further along the process, same thing, right? If, if your resume doesn't show, uh, you know, your value, it's not going to capture some, anyone's attention, right? Uh, and same thing, further along in the, in, in the interview process, if you're not able to, uh, you know, actually explain your your standout milestone keystone project, uh, keystone project, milestone projects, the, the certification is not going to help you. I mean, the certification can only get you so far, right? At least at the at the interviews during the job search cycle, right? Obviously, on the job, obviously, it's going to definitely help you and enhance your your knowledge, your your ability, and all that. I'm not saying it's not valuable. Definitely on the job for sure, it's going to have value, right? But we're talking about the job search cycle, folks. We're talking about the job search cycle. So if you're if you have the certification, hey, that's great, good for you, all of that. But if you're not handling the communication correctly, your resume is not getting attention. You're not able to handle the interview interview conversations uh, correctly or, or properly. You're not able to negotiate the 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 offer letter and you know all of that stuff. If you're not able to handle that stuff, saying hey, yeah, yeah, but but I have a PMP, but but I have an AWS certification. It's not going to matter, folks. You need to be able to handle those conversations and handle your job search. Address those first and foremost. Investigate those first and foremost before you consider making a uh, an investment into. If you're making an investment into the certification solely because you think it's gonna uh, increase your chances in the job search, right? So hope this information helped and and uh, you know let me know in the comments. Let me know if this was helpful for you. And if it made sense, let me know all your your follow up questions in regards to. Uh, uh, in, in regards to, uh, you know, this whole certification thing and any of your other job search uh, questions, let me know in the comments, folks. So I, and I'll uh, respond to those shortly. And uh, let me get around to this uh, real quick as well. I'll take a look at some of these comments here and uh, let me know in the feedback. And, and by the way, if you found this helpful, make sure you like, comment, share. Uh, I, I see that some of you are already commenting, but make sure you like folks so that, uh, you know, other people in your network can see it. And anyone who is struggling with this question as to whether to take a certification or not, uh, definitely, definitely pretty sure this, this session will help them. Uh, so let's see here. We got some more comments here. We got, uh, uh Hari Curran from Halifax. Thanks for tuning in Hari Curran. 
Uh, Sayani says, uh, hi, Dean. I'm from Toronto. I'm open for new opportunity. Awesome. Sounds good, Sayani. Um, and uh, let's see here. So we got a question. I think it's a question here from Nandini. So Nandini says, I have a master's degree in technology, entrepreneurship, and innovation. <clears throat> Yesterday, I just completed my Scrum Master certification. I want to complete more certifications, whether I can do product owner certification or PMP, which will be more beneficial, uh, which has more value. I'm confused. Yeah, Nandini, from what I recall, you actually, I, I believe you asked this question uh, on one of my previous tech talks. So what I would advise is go go, go, go through that session again. I believe it was the one with uh, with Bola, I believe. Uh, I, I do recall you answering and asking a similar question. So look into that, do your research, and then it depends on your career path, Nandini. Like it depends on what you want to do from a career standpoint, and then you need to do your due diligence and research and figure out which of those is going to help and which is going to enhance your profile, which is going to assist you in your career. So you need to do your legwork. You need to do your research, folks. Uh, no one else can make those decisions for you, right? So do your market research, research the, whatever certifications you're looking to take, compare that with your long-term career goals, and make a decision as to which one is going to you know, further assist, or maybe both of them might, right? So hope that helps, Nandini, and thanks for your question. Uh, we got Dave. Hey, uh, Dave says, hello, Dean. Dean uh, David from Mexico, business intelligence manager. Awesome. Thanks so much for tuning, David. Uh, Dave, uh, David, uh, I believe you joined in in a couple of my previ previous uh, live streams as well. So appreciate you uh, tuning in, David. I uh, hope you got value out of today's session. Uh, let's see what else here. Uh, so Maria says, uh, makes sense. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, thanks for that, uh, Maria. Uh, so Farah asked a good question. Don't some jobs ask for certain, certain certifications? Yeah, absolutely. Farah. So I think I've kind of answered this already Farah, but yeah, just like I said, some, some jo uh, jobs definitely do require certain certifications, but on, you might have to look at it on a case by case basis, folks, right? Because I have, I have sometimes, you know, as a recruiter, I've, I've dealt with various companies, right? All the way from startups to large size, you know, big, huge, huge companies, right, that are multinational. And the degree of importance of the certification depends on, on the role and also depends on the hiring manager. I've had some hiring managers, my managers say, hey, look, Dean, if you can find someone who has the PMP, that's that's perfect. You know, it's ideal. But if you find a great project manager who has the, the hands-on experience, they worked on similar projects, it's not a deal breaker if they don't have the PMP. I've spoken to hiring managers who said, "Yeah, you know, uh, we're, you know, Dean, if you can find someone who has the, the 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 Microsoft Azure certification, that's perfect, that's ideal. But if they don't, it's not a deal breaker. We still want to meet with them. So again, it depends, right? And, and again, for to to kind of add to what I said before, yeah, definitely some roles are going to get going to require the certifications and all and all of that. But again, folks, we're dealing with a job search cycle. If you're not handling your job search effectively," If you're making mistakes and errors in the within the job search cycle, your certification is not going to matter because you're not handling those job search issues, right? Uh, uh, a resume that doesn't capture attention, uh, unable to, con uh, you know, and not getting you those initial phone calls. Initial phone calls not converting into interviews. Interviews not converting into second interviews, third interviews, final interviews. Final interviews not converting into job offers. If those key core issues are not dealt with, folks, your, your certification is not going to help you. It'll definitely enhance your profile. It'll make you, you know, appear to be like a, a great, awesome, you know, a uh, candidate who's invested in their education. Definitely, definitely. And, and and by the way, I'm not saying certifications are not important. They are important. My point is, they're important for your for your job. But we're not talking about the job, the the actual job here. We're talking about the job search cycle, the job search, right? So if you're, my point is, if you're not handling those issues in your job search, your certification is not going to help you. No one's going to say, oh, well, you know what, uh, you know what, Dean, uh, you didn't answer this, this question correctly, or, or you didn't respond to this, uh, this objection correctly, but you know what, you have a, you have a, a recruiting certification, so we're, we're still going to consider you for the job. It's not going to happen, folks, right? You see my point. Is that, I hope everyone understands my point. Certifications, definitely important, definitely a, an, an amazing, excellent uh, career investment. But it's not going to help you in your job search if you're not handling your job search correctly. That's my point. So I uh, hope that answers your question, Farah. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, so we got, uh, let's see here. Uh, I see more questions here. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, so Gaurav, uh, Gaurav asks, uh, what about certain positions that have a particular certification as a qualifying criteria? Yeah, Gaurav, great question. I believe I answered that question, Gaurav. So let me know if you need more clarification on that. But uh, let me know. But great question. Definitely a great question. So, folks, I'm not saying certifications are not important. 100%. If your career requires certain certifications, you have to make investments in yourself and your career, your skill set, your field. Definitely make those investments. My point here is 
Do not make that investment in the certification thinking it's going to help you in your job search. The point I'm trying to make here is deal with the job search issues first and foremost. Like that, that's the job search issues are going to be different from, you know, the actual job itself. Right. That's my, that's the point I'm trying to make. So hope, hope all of you understand that I'm trying to make this distinction here, right? Uh, if you're going to invest in the certification, that's great. That's going to enhance your career. It's going to help in your career and your ability and your skill set and all of that. But it's not going to necessarily enhance your your job search ability because there's the job search issues are different, right? So that's that's the point. So I hope that helps. Uh, uh, Deeper Sri says uh, true certifications should be relevant to your job experience. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Deeper Sri. Good point. Uh, uh, Sundas here, great session today. Yeah, awesome. Thanks so much, Sundas. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, shout out to Sundas. Sundas is always uh, tuning into my sessions. Appreciate that, Sundas. Hope you get a lot of value out of it. Appreciate your support. Uh, we got, uh, uh, okay, Kanishka says he's going to, I guess uh, Kanishka is answering a question. Uh, Hari Karan says informative. Awesome. Thanks. Appreciate your feedback, Hari Karan. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, so Kanishka actually gave some insights about, I guess, Nandini's question. Uh, so Kanishka says, uh, uh, um, uh, Scrum Master, product certification, and PMP certification are two different paths altogether. So if you are choosing to be a Scrum Master, which is more on SDLC side and managing product deliverables, on the other hand, PMP is towards managing every aspect of project management, which is infra, SDLC, and other domains. What's more, PMP is also getting outright by Agile certifications. Yeah, appreciate uh, appreciate you explaining that, Kanishka. Uh, so hope that helps, Nandini. So Kanishka gave a great explanation there. And um, kind of like what I said before, right? Again, uh, just and, and, and I believe uh, Kanishka mentioned it as well. Depends on your, your career path, right? What your career goals are. So based on that, you need to do your research. Uh, so let's see here. So Heta says, I'm looking for job for opportunity after my maternity break and new to Canada. So before looking for job, I have to upgrade my skills with certification, but maybe somehow not getting interview response. Yeah. So this is one of those uh, case by case situation, Heta. So yeah, obviously, because if you've been away from your profession for a while, folks, uh, you definitely want, uh, you know, showing that you're you're investing in the certification and, and upskilling up yourself, staying up to date definitely helps. But even in your situation, Heta, uh, you're going to be ultimately faced with those conversations as to why they need to consider you over versus someone else who, who might, uh, you know, who might be very current with their experience and skill set. I'm, I'm not sure how long you've been off the market, Heta. So even in that case, Heta, you need to be effectively able to communicate why you, they need to consider you as a candidate for the role, right? So although it's great that you need to get the certification and you're getting the certification, the certification that's great. But folks, you still need to be able to handle the conversations, right? So that's my point. Uh, so again, Heta, great that you're taking the certifications. Uh, so what you need to do is make sure you're able to effectively communicate yourself as, as a viable top-notch candidate for whatever position you're considering. Uh, so again, folks, Right. This is a this is an area. The certification is not going to help you. The certification is going to help you uh, in the actual role, the skill set and all of that, the knowledge, the frameworks, the standards, the standardizations, the methodology. All that knowledge is very, very important. But now the next step is you need to effectively communicate why you're the ideal candidate for the role. Right. Uh, so we have another question here from Harsh and uh, Harsh says, hello, Dean Harsh here. I'm looking for guidance to get hired in my career. I'm working as tech support currently to get experience. And now I have enough experience and ready to apply for PR. I'm thinking to go back to my own field as software developer. But whenever applying any posting, not getting any answer. And sometimes lacking experience in junior positions too. Do you advise to do certification for getting hired? Uh, yeah, so good question, Hart. So in your, so let me just read this over again. So looking for guidance to get hired in my career. I'm working in tech support currently to get experience and ready to apply for PR. I'm thinking to go back to my own field as a software developer whenever applying for any posting, not getting answered. Yeah, so Harsh, so again, it's great if you wanna go for the certification here, Harsh. But again, I believe your issue, and I'll just leave it up there for people who might not have read that. Uh, but I think your issue is, uh, the issue here is not not your certification. From, from the way you explained it, Harsh, your issue is gonna be explaining uh, the move into software development, from what I understand. So I'm not sure of your, your complete background, but sounds like you've been working in tech support and you're looking to make a move back into software development, Harsh. So your challenge in your job search now is to, is to articulate, uh, first of all, why you're making that move? Like, why did you, uh, and it sounds like you were previously in software development, then you started doing tech support. Now you want to go back into software development. So that might be the real, real issue, Harsh. So you need to explain to the employer, to the recruiter and all of that, First of all, why did you leave software development and start doing tech support? That's going to be the first thing, on, first question on their mind. Why did you leave software development? 
Second question is, okay, why does he now want to get back into software development? That's going to be the real unspoken objection or concern the employer is going to have. Why is he, uh, right, uh, in terms of, okay, first of all, why did he leave software development and why did he get into tech support? And now why does he want to leave tech support again and get back into software development? That's going to be the core issue. So your certification is not going to answer that concern. That's that's the unanswered, unspoken concern that, that they might have. They might not verbally express this. So you need to make sure you're explaining this when you're selling yourself at your interviews on your phone calls, right? Uh, because that's going to be the key issue. What you don't want to happen, Harsh, and, and, and again, I'm just giving you just the, you know, the, the, the uh, what is it, uh, the real feedback here, right? The concern might be, it seems like uh, this guy might be flipping back, back and forth, right? That's the concern the employer might have or the recruiter might have. So you need to explain why you made that move away from software development and into tech support. And now why, again, you're making the move from tech support back into software development. That's going to be the core issue. Your certification is not going to answer that. You can get 10 certifications if you want. That's not going to answer that unspoken concern. So uh, definitely get the certification. I'm not saying don't get it, but don't think that's going to help you, uh, you know, resolve this unspoken thing and thing on their mind. That's the concern on their mind, right? So make sure you articulate that harsh. Great question. Hope that helps. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, so Farah says, uh, this was very informative and makes sense. Thank you. Could you do a session on how to sell your job experience and skills at the interview and one-on-one -on -one salary negotiations? Also, is there a different way to prep and face for the second interview versus the first? Yeah, for sure, Farah. I'll cover these. And feel free to go through my content, folks. I've spoken about these aspects in the past, right? So I, And I put out a lot of content. So, you know, folks, feel free to go through these. I'll definitely cover these in upcoming sessions. And in regards to your question, Farah, like how to handle, uh, you know, the different way for the uh, second interview versus the first. Yeah, absolutely, Farah. So this is where you got to figure out who's going to be present at the second interview. Uh, it depends on who you're meeting with, right? Because the various stakeholders have various angles and, and reasons why uh, or, or reasons where, you know, how they're going to be impacted by, by your involvement in this project or whatever this position is. So you need to find out that's the probably the most important thing for is who's going to be who's going to be the the people you're meeting with at the second interview. Is it going to be a team lead? Is it going to be an HR person? Is it going to be manager level, uh, director level, VP level, C level? These are all different types of conversations, different types of stakeholders, uh, different types of personal involvements. Right. And, and uh, uh, what is it? Personal involvement and, and what they get out of it. Right. So, uh, so definitely the second interview can be very different from the first. So you got to figure out, yeah, and you got to have that, you got to figure out like who's going to be there. And that's, that'll give you a hint as to what kind of a conversation is going to be and, and what their involvement, what they want to get out of it as well. So hope that helps Farah and great question. Uh, Nandini says, thanks Dean. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Nandini, uh, appreciate your question. Uh, so Amil says, what are the most valuable certifications in the IT industry today in general? Yeah. So Amil, um, again, it depends on your field, right? PMP. Uh, on the cloud side, AWS certifications, cloud, uh, Microsoft Azure certifications. I mean, there's so many certifications in IT, and because IT is constantly evolving, there's so many certifications on mail, right? So it depends on your field, and I'm pretty sure it's very easy for you to go onto Google and just do a quick search about this. Like, you can literally Google search, uh, you know, top IT certifications. Uh, that should give you an idea, Amil. So I uh, hope that helps, and thanks for your question. Uh, Farah says, yep, understood. Thanks, Dean. Yeah, no worries, Farah. I appreciate that. Uh, Savita says, how to convert final interviews to job offers, Dean? Uh, yeah, Savita. So this is where you need to, uh, what's called in, it's a sales terminology, closing, closing the client, the, the decision maker on putting an offer on the table. So that means you need to first, uh, you know, they have to be sold on you being the ideal candidate for the position and they need to see the ROI, the, the return on investment, the, the actual value that you could potentially have by them making the investment that they're, that they're making in you for the position. So this is where you have to literally ask them, right? You had to ask them, you know, um, if, if they're, you know, do you have enough information to make a decision? Do you feel that I'm the right candidate for the role? This is where you need to ask those questions and, and really, you know, get that, convert the conversation into, okay, now you know everything you know about me. Uh, you know, are you ready to make a decision? Are, are, do you see me as the right candidate for the position? Do you feel I'm the right person for this position? Do you feel I'm going to get you the results that you want to achieve from this project? Uh, that's how you do that conversion, right? And it's it's a it's it's not something that I can explain to you in a few minutes, uh, Savita, but definitely a key topic, uh, and I'll co definitely uh, cover that in future uh, live sessions. Uh, but it's it's not an easy conversation. This is where you need to actually you, you need to be you need to uh, you know take them from yeah listening to you about your experience and all of that, and and moving them along into actually making that decision and putting an offer on the table. Uh, and sometimes, folks, 
you know, it's it's pretty it's it's as simple as asking them for the job. Am I the right person for the position? Right? When can I expect an offer? Uh, sorry, when can I expect a final decision from you? These are all the kind of questions you can you can ask to uh, to convert that the actual meeting into an actual discussion about an actual offer. Right. So uh, great question, Savit. I hope that helps. Uh, Vasu, thanks for tuning in. Vasu says, I have a Humber diploma of computer programming, but I feel like just that diploma is not enough for a developer job. Every other dev job demands a degree at least. What do you suggest? Yeah, Vasu, great question. Uh, look, if you if you have a diploma, I mean, it's it, it's I know plenty of uh, people who have diplomas who are very successful software developers. And then I know a lot of highly successful software, you know, developers, programmers, engineers who have a degree. Like I've seen both, uh, Vasu. So don't undermine the value of your your degree. Sorry, your diploma. Uh, in fact, what you want to do is, uh, Vasu, you wanna you wanna showcase your actual hand because you're a developer. I'm sure you can show a portfolio of projects that you have worked on. Making maybe academic projects, maybe uh, you know, hands-on uh, projects you're doing on the side right now, you want to show these at your at your interviews because it shows exactly what you can do, your capabilities, and, and what you're able to accomplish, what you can do, what kind of coding, what kind of languages, and all that stuff. You need to show that because showing um, showing is much more powerful than just telling folks, right? Always keep that in mind. Always remember that. Uh, if you're able to show what you can do, it's much more powerful than you saying, yeah, this is what I did, this is what I did, this is what I did. If you can show it, if you can say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, interviewer, uh, look, I brought my laptop with me. Um, uh, with your permission, I'd like to actually show you some of the applications that I've been personally coding on and, and working on. That'll give you an idea of, of the kind of you know uh, work ethic and results and and you know things that I can achieve for your company. And then pull out your laptop and with their permission and, and show them your your stuff. It's always more powerful to show your stuff, right? I see someone here. Uh, uh, yeah, Amil here gave a great suggestion, kind of connected to what I said just now. Uh, uh, create a, a GitHub account and work on personal projects. Yeah, exactly. Uh, great point, Amil, right? And goes back to what I was saying just now. If you can show what you can do, that's that's always more powerful, Vasu. So hope that helps. Uh, Eniola says, uh, what do you what do you say as per mentoring in some career paths, say business analysis or project management, not necessarily certification? Uh, yeah, Eniola, I'm not sure what you're asking there. I'm not sure what your question is, like in, in regards to mentoring, career paths. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, Aniola. If you can clarify that, I'm not sure what you're asking there. Uh, so Samuel says, thanks, Dean. Yeah, no worries, uh, Samuel. Appreciate that. Uh, Kanishka says, again, a, a very informative and eye-opening session. I would love love to join more sessions like these. Thanks to Dunn. Yeah, no worries, Kanishka. I appreciate that. And uh, definitely, you're most welcome to join in. I'd be happy to have you here. And uh, uh, definitely appreciate the feedback. Happy to hear that. Uh, Savita says, thanks, Dean. Uh, you're welcome, Savita. Uh, yeah, we already did Amil's uh, sort of uh, comment here. Uh, Siva Kumar says, "Is CSM has a bright future? Is it advisable to get the job, particularly as a Scrum Master? I want to know more about the future of Scrum Master." Yeah, so Siva Kumar, I actually had a session with a previous guest. Uh, his name was Bola. Uh, so check out that session. He actually answers this very question. Uh, I believe it was Bola. Yeah, Bola spoke about being a Scrum Master. So go into my uh, my profile. Go go to my uh, see all activity. Go to my posts and and, and keep scrolling down and look at the session I had, where my guest was Bola. He was a, he's a scrum master and he he actually spoke about this. So make sure you check out that session. I uh, hope that helps. Uh, uh, Vasu says Amil Shah done that still doesn't land me a job. Yeah, so Vasu, this goes. So uh, Amil definitely gave a great uh, um, you know advice in regards to the GitHub. So you definitely do that. But also in addition, follow you know what I told as as well, Vasu, in terms of. Uh, showing your work at the interviews itself. So when you get to your interviews, uh, you know, like I said before, the example I gave before, pull out your laptop, pull out your whatever device, uh, and and with their permission, and ask if you can show them your work. That's going to let them see the, exactly the kind of work that uh, that you're able to do. So hope that helps, uh, Basu. Stay positive, don't give up, and keep keep pushing forward. All right. Uh, Harsh says my background is, is is in software engineering only. Back home, I did bachelor's in computer applications, and after that, moved to Canada as a student and did two different programs of software testing and software engineering. After that, I was looking for a job, but after six six months, got the job as tech support, and this was my first professional job. And even getting Canadian and corporate industry experience, I had spent one year and four months now, and this experience was for me in terms of immigration purpose. Uh, yeah, Harsh. So again, uh, same advice as I advised you before. The 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 concern on the manager, the hiring managers, the recruiters' mind is. Why did you step away from software development? Why did you get into tech support? And why, did, why do you want to now get back into software development? So it looks like you do have a valid reason for that. So you just had to articulate that on your phone calls uh, with the recruiters and the hiring managers, right? 
So just keep that in mind. And I uh, hope that helps, uh, Harsh. And all the best. Uh, keep me posted. And uh, Sivu Kumar says, uh, sure, thank you. Hey, no worries, uh, Sivu Kumar. Yeah, so that discussion with Bola, very informative. Make sure you check it out. So looks like that's all the questions, folks. So I'm going to wrap this up. Let me know in the comments uh, if you found this session helpful. And I'll definitely, uh, you know, and, and again, every Wednesday, every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern time zone, I go here live. I'm live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, my Facebook page, my personal Facebook profile, uh, also on Periscope as well. Shout out, by the way, to everyone on Periscope, Facebook, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn as well. And I uh, hope that helps. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, your job search. So again, every week, Wednesday, folks, 11 a.m. Eastern time zone, make sure you tune in. I'm, I'm here to speak about various job search topics and answer your job search topics, uh, your job search questions live as well. And again, a reminder, tomorrow I'm going live at 12 p.m. Eastern time zone. For those of you who are business analysts, my guest is Eno Eka. She's a, she's a well-renowned, uh, you know, BA, uh, very well-known in her space. And she's going to be my guest. We're talking about job search tips and advice and career advice specifically for BAs. So that's going to be tomorrow, 12 p.m. noon Eastern time zone, folks. Make sure you check it out. Uh, we're going to having, be having a great conversation and we're going to be talking about job search and career tips and advice for business analysts. Uh, make sure you check it out. Uh, also, for those of you who are in need of career coaching, I, I am partnering up currently with Gurpreet Karman in regards to providing career coaching, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, assistance uh, for job seekers, specifically for IT professionals. Uh, it's called the Land Your Dream IT Job Coaching Program. You get two coaches, myself and Gurpreet, uh, five weeks intensive, 20 hours of coaching, it's, and you get access to a private Facebook group, uh, one year of ongoing support, and you get skills that's going to last you throughout your career. If you want inf more information about that, let me know. Uh, we we do have we 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 are at the limit for the current session. We're not accepting new students at the moment, uh, but the next session is starting on September 10th. Uh, if you want more information about the pro, pro about the uh, this this coaching program, including pricing and all of that, uh, do give me uh, send me a direct message. I'll be happy to share more information. It is only for IT professionals in the U.S. and Canada only uh, at this time. So if you're in the U.S. and Canada, you're an IT professional, you want more assistance in your job search, more specific strategies to take you from resume stage all the way down to job offer negotiation and all of that. Uh, this program covers all of that. So make sure you send me a direct message. I'd be happy to get on a Zoom call with you, uh, give you a rundown of the program. And I, I also provide you with the pricing and payment plan up front uh, so that you're aware of, uh, of what that is. Uh, it's a great program so far. We're on our, I think the second or third class. Uh, fantastic program, folks. I would not be partnering up with Gurpreet if, uh, if I didn't believe in the curriculum and what she's going over. And over the next few classes, uh, we're going to be speaking about job search strategy. And I'm going to be, you know, you know, I'm going to be uh, just, just, you know, piling in the, the information from, from my perspective as an IT recruiter. So uh, feel free to send me a direct message for more information about that. Be happy to provide you with more info. Other than that, folks, I hope this session was helpful. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, appreciate all your support. And uh, again, every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern time zone. I'm right here. Uh, make sure you check me out. I'll be happy to help you and, and help you out with all your, your job search questions by covering the various topics. Thanks so much, everyone. Everyone have a fantastic day. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, Vushali says, uh, thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, well, I'll continue to put out these uh, this information, folks. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a fantastic day.